Hi, and welcome to week two of Candor Beach's The Week Gone By. Um, today, we are going to bring to you three stories that we believe have caught our eye and that have caught our eye that we believe will be impactful. So Silesh, what are those? So one of the major trending events is how uh, Writers Guild uh, ended the strike. Mm -hmm. So I think um, this, you know, this is something very, very uh, phenomenal. And what, what are your thoughts on it, Ashish? Well, first off, what uh, let's let's talk about what the writers achieved. The writers were fighting for primarily more pay, so higher bonuses and a bigger cut of the royalty. What does that entail? Like, what does that lead to? It's going to lead to more expenses for the people who are funding movies and TV shows. So at that point in time, I think it spurs or it builds the impetus to look for alternatives to reduce costs. Because at the end of the day, that's the name of the game, right? Like higher revenue. How do I make bigger profits? So I am going to have to pull down costs eventually to benefit from that higher revenue that is generated. So here I'm going to be looking at alternatives like AI. AI has been massive in the industry over the last year or so. Like it's been a big buzzword of 2023. What does AI do well? AI is extremely good at probabilistic guesses. And if you provide it with a structure, it is going to be able to give you a quick, a quick turnaround to whatever you're looking for. So as an example, let's look at some of the biggest stories out there. You have Harry Potter, you have Lord of the Rings, you have Star Wars. What do all of these three things have in common? You have a person who was forced to don the hero's mantle because of something an adversary did something that an adversary inflicted upon him, essentially a call to pick up the hero's mantle. You have a wizened character like Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars or Dumbledore or Gandalf in Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, respectively, who's going to guide this young hero. And then you have a bunch of other entities at the end of the day. All of this has been documented in a book called uh, The Hero's Journey by uh, Heroes with, uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces which essentially documents the hero's journey. This book is by Joseph Campbell. Now, if you have a structure and you have AI that is, yeah. and this is a problem that Google's facing currently, like to deci decipher what content was written by human beings and what content was written by AI. So if you've gotten to a point where AI is that good that you can't, uh, you can't determine what was written by a human and what was written by AI, and you're giving it the structure, the magic, the magic sauce for the secret sauce for amazing TV shows or well, stories in general. It's only a matter of time before AI replaces human beings. You're already, you've already got generative AI that does images, text, videos. What more do you need? So I think the writers, or I think, let's not say writers, like you might still have roles for them, but I think that Hollywood is ripe for disruption. All right, moving on to the second bit, uh, what's happening with chips in China? So China, you know, if it's, um, so it's coming up with this new uh, way to actually evade sanctions, right? So uh, China has sanctions on it for, you know, for its uh, techniques of making chips, like lithography, restrictions on lithography machines uh, for China to make chips. So the, how can it evade all this is basically building a giant particle accelerator factory, you know, uh, chip factory. 
to you know press these chips basically for fabrication so the leader in fabrication right now is asml so mm -hmm. for them to actually compete with asml knowing that they have sanctions already on uh, fabrication on lithography fabrication so the, the they have to change the process of how to fabricate these chips here's so a here's a here's a point uh there china mm -hmm. has historically been forcing companies within its territory to share data with it like with the ccp as i understand it I, yeah or so articles say now yeah. that is something that u.s companies have struggled with because what does the west bring primarily that's technology china brings mm -hmm. the manpower the west brings technology and historically that's been the thing like you see copycats coming up in china quite frequently and i think recently joe biden sanctioned them to prevent uh funding the chinese military that is doing the rounds in the south china sea so yeah uh, just a point to bring up to your sanctions I, but uh, basically if you look at it yeah they do uh copy most of stuff but mm -hmm. then they cannot completely copy these uh you know uh, restrictions on lithography machines so they cannot just basically uh, copy the technique so they have to literally come up with this new technology. So, you know, that's why they're using, uh, they're building this huge particular accelerator. The technology change, it's something called steady state micro bunching. It's completely different from what ASML does, which is like extreme ultraviolet, um, you know, EUV with ultra short wavelength to produce chips like which are seven uh, nanometers. Mm -hmm. uh, so I mean, ASML is going down from seven to three and two uh, nanometers, but it's going to become very hard because of the Moore's law. So if you look back, um, China, if it's successful with it, it's going to create a huge revolution. Like it's going to be, you know, a game changer in chip technology. So that is one of the major things. What about uh, our last topic? Um, is um, you know, we were talking about how uh, the recent meta announcement yeah zuckerberg um, on ai and ar like oh, I, what i found most fascinating was that bit with the ray-ban ar glasses i think it's not something that hasn't been done before i believe like snap came up with similar glasses which you could record and take pictures with um, google glasses had come out a few years ago like maybe a decade mm -hmm. ago which sort of did the same thing. And now you have Meta doing uh, like with this partnership with Ray-Ban. I think what really revolutionizes that is the AI that supports it. But honestly, the AR play is going to be key. It's going to be key to any Web 3.0 push. It's going to be key to how we experience the, our future. I remember back in 2009, I think we were both in the US at that time like, in college so there was this app called yelp i don't know if you remember that yeah. they had this yeah. yelp lens if i remember correctly like if so what you do is like you'd stand on a street and then you turn on the app and then you'd point in a specific direction and the yelp lens would identify stores in that area in that line of sight so while you're walking down that area you know what's there like you, yeah. if you were looking for a restaurant, as an example. So that was that was cool technology. That was cool, uh, a cool Another application for AR. Sorry, go ahead. Was, 
another major thing I think this is going to take off is because the partnership with Ray-Ban, right? So previously, if you look at Snapchat, uh, the SnapLens, everything, they were n not already in a partnership with the company, which is already doing. You they know, were doing uh, it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. So this partnership, so Ray-Ban has already been there. So it's a, it's a, it's a very famous um, eyeglass manufacturer. So, so Meta to go and um, collaborate with Ray-Ban is very, very huge because, and, and their glasses, I've seen them, uh, they and the pricing is also fantastic, two ninety nine, I believe, mm. two ninety nine USD. So to bring something like that at that pricing, you know, and to an already market, you know, for um, you a know, market that's market. ripe for disruption, exactly. there, yeah. So here's that a question. Is, here's a question yeah. to you: How do you deal with privacy? Ah, good question, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's it's fantastic like that's the thing with disruption right like when you come up with new tech you have these wonderful uses like tnt was not meant to be like it was meant to be destructive but it was more like the application was around mines nuclear energy was around at least i'd like to believe it was around energy generation yeah but instead you've got bombs out of it now with these ar glasses who's to stop people from recording you randomly it is going to create a privacy issue i think that's what apple did with their vision pro right they came up yeah. with like you get a warning flashing on the screen when someone is recording you it's gonna take time um you know for all these to come in first the product has to come in right so and people have to get used to it then all the um, you know terms and condition issues will come in to play yeah, I think it's fantastic in terms of its use of mixed reality, in terms of its use of uh, uh, AI technology as well. Like you could look at uh, a barbecue and then ask Meta how long it's going to take for your chicken to whatever cook yeah, or, or look at a plant and then, sorry? Um, or how to fix your tap, you know, uh, yeah. faucet. So great use cases can be used for nefarious activities. I think maybe you might just see zones where like with drone technology, right? You had no fly, no drone zones. You might just have a yeah. no, I don't want to say no Ray-Ban zones, no meta Ray-Ban collaboration no, zones. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. those were the primary things that we wanted to share with you. Were there any things that made to your made it to your uh, miscellaneous your highlights but not top three um i would say so in the ar technology so there is this store which is actually taken off right zero ten so they uh it's it's like a mirror you go there you you can look at uh how or what kind of um uh, clothing you want to wear and it'll actually show you stand in front of the mirror and it'll show you whatever you want to um you what what you want to try on so mm -hmm. and you know like clothing especially uh that's actually in uh, a lot of partnerships we actually started with tommy Hilfiger, then jd sports and a bunch of other stores so that's something actually will take off too in the re uh, in the in the in the short term era right. and yeah that is one thing which caught my eye what about you anything which caught your eye other than the major ones well, to add on to your point, I was going to say that I feel like that's an extension of the experience stores that was kind of big a few years ago. 
like people were looking at setting up experience stores, like particularly luxury brands. Um, yeah. Like Nordstrom had this corner where, where you could order uh, luxury brands and then try it on. And the concept of experience stores was basically for you to enjoy yourself, picture yourself with that, with that luxury product, and then decide on whether you wanted to buy it or not. That was something that AR and glasses, like mirrors, was something that Sephora had taken up as well. Like, could put on, try on makeup in front of her, or get like go to a mirror and then see how, what makeup looked like in front of, like on your skin. So yeah. I think this is an extension, and I think it's going to it's going to do really well. Like the concept already exists; it's already successful. It's going to do well. Things that caught my eye, like again, this is AI related. I know we talked about not talking about any more AI, but just this last <laughs> bit, like ChatGPT is now uh, upping its game, and you can prompt it with voice commands and pictures. Something you said, Claude AI already does, but I can't access Claude here in India. I'm able to do it, man. I don't know why you're not. Able I to don't do it. know. We have to figure <laughs> it out, but yeah, All but. Right. Um, Amazon is also investing heavily in uh, Anthropic uh, Claude AI. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, then. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye.